We are good. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Chewing the Rag. On today's episode, uh, many of you already know because I've been teasing it all week. We've got Chad Colchin of Dudesy, Bachelor Clues, author, writer, and a whole bunch of other things. How are you doing today, Chad? Doing pretty good. How are you doing? <laughs> Not bad. So uh, pretty much we just got a couple questions from some people. Hopefully... We'll take the full 20 minutes. I think one definitely will. So I'm going to try to ask that toward the end and okay. <laughs> get the short version. It's a AI question. So great. First and foremost, the big thing I want to know, yeah. because you say you'll do anybody's podcast yes. and uh, you you're booked out for months. I sent this email in July. and got Wow, like dude, that's crazy. I, I do three every week pretty much without fail, uh, give or take. Some people cancel and, and whatever, but I try to book three per week. Is it like nerve wracking? Cause you don't know, you could have turned this on and you don't know who this is going to be <laughs> like. Is it no, like, oh. that's what I like about it. <laughs> I like to have conversations with people. I don't know about shit that I don't know what they're going to ask. I it's enjoy just, that. It's fun it, to me. I don't know. I can't imagine like full BDSM, anything at all. It could be on that end. And it's so like, far that has not happened, but uh, <laughs> I'd roll with it if it did. This is me inviting you guys to start a BDSM podcast and email yeah. Chad Colchin. I'll come on. I don't know how much I can contribute to the conversation, but I'll do my best. <laughs> it is a weird thing to me, but it's really cool because as I mentioned Dudesy. That's probably where a lot of people are going to know you from. Sure. Uh, but 10 minute podcast, Bachelor Clues, author. You wrote, um, can't even think of the movie right now, but you're in a lot of, you're a part of a lot of different things. So sure. it is cool to be able to talk to somebody maybe you don't consider of your caliber quote unquote, uh -huh. but <laughs> to people who do listen to these podcasts and have read your stuff and watched things that you've written on, it is a cool thing. So it's super appreciative and it's unheard of really for somebody to even do that. No, I feel the same way about people who have me on their podcast. You know, uh, I like that, you know, you guys are willing to open up the door to whatever you're doing creatively, have me on for 20 minutes, have a conversation. Like I said, I, I find this super fun. No, it's a great thing. And uh, something that I wanted to bring up was, so Dude's Evening, I missed the pre-order for the stout. Oh, shit. It's, I, yeah, I was going to order it this week. but Is it gone? There might still be some. I, I tried. It was gone. Oh, <laughs> it was crap. Gone. It was something I was looking forward to. So December, December 28th. Yeah. The awkward day between, those that don't know, That's it's cool. that awkward day between Christmas and New Year's, where everybody's kind of in town for the holidays, but there's nothing to really do. That yeah. day is my birthday. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. Your birthday is December 28th. <laughs> yeah, You're a dude's evening, maybe. It's the worst birthday to have. <laughs> the, or the best now. It, well, now, you know? as you get older, like once you're old enough to celebrate it, yeah, it's great. But like as a kid, everybody's buying Christmas presents. Everybody's sure. worried about like the hustle and bustle of it. Yeah. And you then just it's get like, fucked. Yeah, what do we have left over to give to this fucking kid? <laughs> that's what that's what that holiday oh, was. Terrible. So like absolutely terrible. When you guys described it, that is what it is. That's what it's been my yeah. whole fucking life. <laughs> yeah. But like well, it's I'm really, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was just like when I first heard Dude's Evening, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what the hell that day is. It's that sure. really awkward bridge between I mean New Year's New Year's, it's a party holiday, really. For sure. So you're really just partying from like the day after Christmas to New Year's. And then you're just super hung over your first Monday or Tuesday back to work. Absolutely. I remember <laughs> those days. Yeah. I don't, I don't really similar to you guys. Like I really don't partake in drinking. Like I, I don't. So like even the littlest bit, 
I'll, yeah. I'll be off the rails. And totally. I, used, I used to have that in me and it's just not there anymore. I don't know if it's becoming a dad or what, but. Yeah, no, you slow down as you get older. I mean, I've found that too. I stopped drinking for health reasons, but even prior to that, it was starting to get to a point where like even a couple of beers would yeah. knock me out for the rest of the day. Like I wouldn't be able to even wake up and function uh, the following day because my hangovers were so bad. Yeah. I don't know physiologically what changed, but like something did. My body couldn't metabolize that shit the same way as it <laughs> as it could when I was 25, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm fortunately a puker. Like I've the littlest like motion sickness, anything. So oh, wow. I wouldn't even be like hammered, but I would be puking. And like, look at this guy. And it's like, yeah, I'm just dying, <laughs> guys. It's fine. Right. So uh you have this was one of the listeners here. You've got books on the bachelor, pods on the bachelor. Even on Dudesy, you're talking about the Golden Bachelor. Sure. How did that, like, where did that come from with you where it's like, I love the fucking Bachelor? Well, I graduated film school in 1999 and like literally within a year or two, all the, like what is traditionally considered second wave reality TV started in America. Idol, Big Brother, Survivor, and Bachelor. Those were all in like 2000 to 2002, the first seasons of all those shows. And me and all my buddies who graduated from film school that were trying to get jobs writing on TV shows were like, what the fuck is this? Because now ABC and CBS and NBC are carving out like an hour every night for these big reality shows. Is it going to make it harder to get a job writing for TV? Because now there's like big chunks of the programming schedule. At major networks are being taken up by reality TV. So I just started watching it kind of curiosity to be like, what am I up against here? And immediately I was fascinated with the idea that especially in Bachelor, like Survivor's an open game, Big Brother's an open game. Bachelor claims it's not. Bachelor says, this is not a game. This is just the way we're helping people find their soulmates. And I'm like, <laughs> no, motherfucker, that's a game. Yeah, it's a game. And I uh, just was like always fascinated by that. And for a long time, I had fantasized about, you know, infiltrating the show or getting somebody to infiltrate the show to play it like a game. And uh, at a certain point during the pandemic, when there were no like, TV productions going on. A friend of mine and I who really liked The Bachelor decided, fuck it, let's do what we've dreamed. We're going to watch every episode of Bachelor back to back, two times speed from season one to season 25, meticulously record every kiss, every rose, every everything, and come up with like mathematical metrics for strategies of how you could win this game. And we did that. We wrote the book. And now I've been um, kind of secretly training players to infiltrate that show for the past three years. Insane. has that like has anybody from the bachelor as have you heard from like anybody production wise where they're like chad what the fuck are you doing uh i cannot <laughs> comment on this okay <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll yeah, go with the maybe. hard maybe there. Oh, we're gonna get into some ai stuff here so this was from a listener do you think there's a correlation on ai technology and uaps and he says to elaborate there's a theory that UAPS are AI technology, but from past civilizations. I mean, I don't know. None of us know what UFOs are. Like, I won't say none of us. There are some people who know exactly what they are. Yeah, yeah. It just ain't us, you know? It ain't none the, of the us rank and file <laughs> regular motherfuckers just watching all <laughs> yeah. this shit on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, that a report came out, uh, what was this, a couple weeks ago, that said there are at least nine crashed ufos in hangars in the united states being reverse engineered right now so there are these kind of like uh top secret you know 
they're even like beyond the government. We're talking about like black site, weird yeah. Pentagon shit. Even like senators and Congress people don't know about this. And that's kind of been the problem. But all that aside, is there a correlation between our developing artificial intelligence and whatever UFOs are? I don't think so. Personally, I, I have only my gut to go on this, but I think it's just these things are kind of happening simultaneously. Our technology is progressing at a rapid pace where AI and a lot of other technologies are concerned right now, faster than we've ever seen it in human history. And we're starting to see more and more um, UFOs showing up and it's becoming it's more out in the open. The government isn't keeping it a secret anymore. And for me, the main question is, why is that the case? Because UFOs have been here in America specifically, at least since 1947. We know that, the Roswell yep. crash, probably before that as well. But uh, the, the kind of party line from the government has always been like discredit, deny, ruin people's lives who talk about this. Now that's drastically changing. Open government congressional hearings are happening where they're saying we have these UFOs, where they're saying <laughs> we're putting all this money into it. And I don't really know why the the has happened Unless there's some reason they need the public to know about this. Right. That's what always what I go to is like, because same, same thought process, secrecy has always been like the main thing. Yeah. But once it, there has to be a reason for them to say that, like whether they I think agree, something's dude. coming, whether they think something's already here, something's coming, whatever it might be. But I'm, I'm on the same exact wavelength as that because this whole country is just built on secrecy like yeah a hundred percent so governmental control people yeah. at the very top of the fucking pyramid saying fuck all of you go to work pay your taxes and die that's all you need to do and uh i hate that i think most people do yeah. and i'm i'm really astounded that like all this ufo revelation hasn't gotten people more enraged because what it really means like whether they're aliens or extra-dimensional beings whatever the fuck they are what it means at a, a very fundamental level is the United States government has been lying about the biggest piece of information in existence for 80 fucking years straight to our faces. And not only lying, if people are coming forward to divulge this information, they're fucking wrecking their lives, yeah, throwing them. Insane. I think, I don't know, this is just another, I guess, theory about it. I, I almost feel like because of AI and whatnot, the there is some sort of correlation with just the, I can't get the word up, but uh, just the coincidence that they're kind of both happening right now. Yeah. Maybe it's just the desensitizedness of us in general. You know, we have access to all media 24 seven. It's yeah. just the desensitization and they're desens They think that like people aren't going to be irrational or give a shit because they still have work tomorrow. <laughs> like that's my whole thing. It's yeah. Like, I still got to sure. get out of bed tomorrow and go to work. Ah. Yeah, it's too overwhelming and it's not changing yeah. the status quo, really. There's also a, a term that was coined, I believe, in the 70s by a, a pop culture writer called future shock. And it's basically that we are going to reach a point of technological development where like the human brain cannot keep up with it. That it's just like, fuck it, I'm out. And I feel like, you know, my dad is like that. Like he doesn't really <laughs> yeah. even have a cell phone. <laughs> I don't know when he got like uh, railroaded by future shock, but. He's there. <laughs> and I think a lot of people are feeling that because it's not just AI and UFOs. It's like everything. There's everything. a new video comes out from Boston Dynamics like every other week of a fucking robot that looks more yeah. and more like a person <laughs> walking down the street, you know, uh, or or whatever. Number of, of bizarre technologies that exist now. So I know you, you know, you're in the video games, you're in that world, that realm. Um, are you familiar with 
party games like Jackbox, uh, things that you can play from your mobile device. They're console games, but you, they're yeah. party games on your phone. I know so, what they are. So <laughs> there's a game called TKO okay. where you kind of are just asked to like make a shirt or whatever. Whoever makes the most creative shirt wins. Okay. And this has to do with you and Doozy right. and Will. Okay. So this wasn't <laughs> sold or anything. This was just fun. And uh, at the end of the game, they say, order a shirt from the game you played. And my buddy was like, dude, we got to get two of these. And I said, all right, let's do it. So I'm going to show you. That's a good idea for a game. And it is really. Yeah, but cool. uh, this was a mashup of a poorly drawn SpongeBob and okay. a slogan that you may be familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, dude. And I was like, this was before you were even doing like the book chad culture thing and i was like yeah i could show him now <laughs> yeah dude that's fantastic i hope you wear it in good health i i would love to i, I think i grew it already in just a few oh. months we gotta go back to where we get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> this was so you and i both whether we're believers or not it's here ai is here yeah um, and with dudesy you know you have access to they have access to he has access to all your personal info and really like emails everything yeah is there anything that you wouldn't let ai do for you like me myself i have merch from this podcast that i made like with ai and just touched it up and whatnot yeah um, like i'm just completely on board with it but like there's ai companies that'll really like i mean eventually it's going to get into life insurance and whatnot if it hasn't already because these guys they're getting into law they're helping you with your funeral planning and yeah you get your own funeral now using ai is there anything about that that's kind of like that's where I, I personally draw the line. Or are you just on board with it because it's here? On board, dude. People suck at all their jobs yeah. pretty much, <laughs> especially when you're talking about like clerical type shit like that. How Awful. many times have you been on a phone for like two hours listening to some like pre-recorded? Did you say checking or savings? Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're just like an AI will do all that shit flawlessly. I think it's going to it's going to increase just the general quality of life that all of us have when it comes to like dealing with the just the bureaucracies of giant like insurance companies or banking systems or whatever i'm fully on board with that i like get rid of the the people who are doing these jobs as soon as possible in my opinion yeah no i mean i no longer do but i worked in a call center and as yeah. you probably could tell in just these 15 minutes I, I um what's that word i can't even think of what um it's like yeah. get this guy off the fucking phone with <laughs> i've been there as both the guy stammering and stuttering and trying to walk you through your problem and the guy yeah. trying to resolve sure. the shit on the other end yeah and we're all awful at it like nobody wants to listen to that like have yeah. an AI. and by the way you won't have to be on the fucking phone with that AI. Your exactly. AI will be doing that for you. We are all going to have AI personal assistants within like two years. And this is a thing that will like live in your Google account or whatever you get your data, Meta, Google, Apple, whoever, they will all have them. That assistant, you'll be able to say, hey, make me reservations at this place. Pay off this fucking thing. Deal with this piece of shit. Do this. Send an email. Yeah. <laughs> it will basically be able to like handle the uh, the part of your online life for you. And it will just send you a little text message if something's like out of the ordinary. Hey, you need to look at this thing. I, I can't handle this. But for the most part, it will handle all of the shit that should be automated for you can be now with AI. Right. And it's funny that people are like so afraid of that. But like, what's your Alexa doing? When you say, hey, Alexa, add this to my cart. And then they check yeah. out for you. It's just that's just minuscule part of what's inevitably going to come if it's not already here for certain people that have access to it. Yeah, exactly.
So, yeah, this was, uh, I mean, I know you probably have another one of these. It's approaching 11 already on your, on your, uh, Indeed. Do you have anything, anything you want to plug or throw out there or anything? At no, all? man, I I'm good. The dudesy, if you haven't checked it out, uh, it's a very <laughs> interesting experience. That's how I will describe it. And, uh, you know, I will say I'm looking forward to in 2024, the final crystal clear video or images of aliens in a United States government hangar being experimented on. I think we're going to get full disclosure 2024. I think so too. I I think at the point because of what they've already come out with and even just like some people are like, well, that's fake. That's not. And it's like, well, soon enough, we're going to get a yeah. full reveal that won't be deniable. So the, yeah, the thing that I think is probably most likely to happen next is some of this reporting that's come out in the past couple of weeks are about these um, high level Pentagon retrieval crash retrieval teams. Yeah. People in place when a UFO crashes, they like get there quick, clean it up, take it back to the hangar. <laughs> I think somebody from one of those teams is going to be like, I'm 80 years old now. I'm just going to tell you everything I know. I think <laughs> yeah. that's going to happen. I mean, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? Yeah. So, all right, Chad. Well, I appreciate you. And uh, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Have a good one. All right. You too. All right. That was fun. I, uh, it's been a while since we had a guest and getting somebody like Chad who just likes to talk and, you know, has, I know, like, talked about AI and aliens on here and whatnot, and, like, so having him who's big on AI and it seems alien as well, I don't I don't really into the alien talk, or I haven't really heard him get into alien talk as heavy as AI, and that's probably because Dudesy is a podcast with artificial intelligence, so it's cool to see how he correlates those two things, and you know my take on it. Aliens are, yeah, it's insane that we're so open about it now, but it's like at the same time, same thing I said to him is like, who gives a fuck? We still have work tomorrow. We still have shit to do. And uh, so until it gets to that point where it's like, why did they do that? Because again, government doesn't do anything just because there's always a reason. It's still kind of just whatever for me. The AI thing is still the bigger deal because of the things that he and I just kind of mentioned. And even more than that, like that was just a really kind of condensed version of what we think uh, clearly what he thinks, definitely what I think in regards to what's to come from AI. So his uh 2024 predictions, I don't think that's too far off. I think it's, you know, maybe it's too soon, but then again, maybe it's not. Uh, I definitely agree with the, you know, when you're 80 to 90 years old, uh, some of these guys are probably on their deathbed. Some may be still healthy enough. Uh, why wouldn't you reveal shit? Excuse me. Especially like we know young whistleblowers and whatnot. So why when you're older and you feel like you don't really have much else to give, if these guys are going to come for you, who gives a shit? You're kind of at that age where it's like, I'm, I'm good with this. This is, I lived a long life and held on to these secrets as long as I can. And here we go. And that's uh. I'm sure a few people out here who get anxiety thinking about that. I don't really care. It's whatever. You know, it'll be cool when that guy does do that. Uh, it'll probably just be something I see on Twitter or X or whatever and then listen to for five minutes and scroll by because that's how I am. I'm not going to – I just don't get – I don't really get hung up on much. So it's, you know, I get the news, I see it, and I move on. Until it's something that's going to directly impact me, and sure, maybe that will. Who knows? Uh, it's whatever for me. That's why AI, I think, is bigger – not only positive thing, but definitely the bigger threat. It's here. It's prominent. It's affecting all of us. It will affect all of us. It's going to impact us both 
positively and negatively. So I'm good. I mean, I don't really have much, you know, we'll extend this episode a little bit, chat, talk. Um, I know Loco, Loco, fin- Loco Fingerboard's going to be excited to hear that. You know, his uh, one of his questions were on there. Uh, he's a big dudesy fan. If you don't, if you're unfamiliar with Loco, go check out his episode. He's a nice dude. It was cool to show him that TKO thing. So, yeah, I guess to explain that a little bit more in depth, you just kind of draw a picture. Uh, everybody who's participating in the game will draw multiple pictures, come up with multiple slogans, and then it's distributed amongst everybody. So I didn't actually put that shirt together. I came up with the slogan and drew that image, and I believe it was my wife who. You know, we all get options. So it'll be my SpongeBob drawing. Somebody might have drew a dick. Somebody might have drew a fucking rhinoceros, whatever it was. She said, oh, I like the SpongeBob drawing most. She selected that. And then slogans, good job, boner. Hey, how are you? Whatever the fuck the slogan might be. She selected that. She put the shirt together. So I get credit for drawing and coming up with the slogan. She gets credit for taking both those things, putting them together, and making the shirt. So it's pretty fun. Uh, we stream that over at uh, Pinchworm Gaming. We stream a lot of the Jackbox games. Uh, we do trivia. We do TKO. Sometimes I haven't done it in a while. Maybe I'll do it tonight with this uh, coming out. And uh, yeah, so if you're enjoying the episode, go to chewingtherag.com. That's where all the platform links are. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and that's where you can also find the gaming channel if you want to subscribe to that. The Jackbox games are good because when we do stream those, it's just, it's, you find your phone. It's not even an app. You just open up your web browser, whether it's Chrome, Safari, whatever it might be. Go to jackbox.tv and there will be a code on my stream. So you can just join in with us, hang out, uh, with try to fill the lobby. It's always, sometimes we get people who, Maybe aren't the wittiest, maybe aren't the funniest. They just try to be offensive. We try to weed that out because it is on a stream. Uh, it does kind of reflect on me who I keep in games and keep company with. So if you are going to join, we just ask that you don't blatantly be racist or dickhead because we just, that's kind of, we just got to kind of boot you at that point. We can't really tolerate that because it does reflect on everybody. Even if you think you're being funny, you're not. There's nothing witty about just blatantly being a dickhead so but yeah if you want to subscribe to that click the bell on both the chewing the rag and the gaming youtube that way you get notified when there's a new episode get notified when i'm going live because if i'm going live chances are it is that game or another game that you'll be able to join in and play with me and it's a lot of fun also just want to give a quick shout out to dubby if you go to dubby.gg you can get jitter free energy and get their merch they got these mouse pads that i'm using here that you can't see uh, they got a whole bunch of stuff. I got the palm bomb. I got a tub of, it's like a pomegranate energy powder. Shook that up today. Drank that. Really good stuff. Uh, I don't need this coffee that I'm drinking because of it, but I'm drinking it because, you know, it is kind of chilly up here in this fucking <laughs> green box that I'm in. So it warmed up with a cup of coffee and uh, threw this fucking track jacket on. And, uh, but yeah, go to W.GG and use promo code Chewin, C-H-E-W-I-N. There is no G on that. For 10% off your order. And uh, make sure you like, rate, subscribe, follow. There's all the social medias and everything at chewingtherag.com. What else we got? What's in the news today? It was funny. The first thing Chad asked when he saw me, he goes, are you in Dallas? And then he probably heard me. Heard the accent and was like, immediately, never mind. <laughs> Just a Dallas fan. Dallas fan in New York, which it's really funny, the sports shit. So I use Twitter X. Um, I use that mostly to talk Dallas Cowboys. 
Uh, I mean, I'm a basketball fan too. I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, which it always pisses people off that I like teams that were popular in the nineties, but like literally my immediate household, I talked about this before, but my immediate household just never cared about sports. So who did I see the most? Cowboys, America's team, blah, blah, blah. And the Bulls, they ran the fucking nineties. So naturally that's just who I was drawn to. And that's who I root for. Um, I don't subscribe to the idea. I think it's really stupid that people pick teams off of where they live. You know, Eagles fans are like, yeah, we're a real football squad. You're born in Philly. You're a Philly fan. It's like, dude, I interact with Philly fucking our Cowboys fans that live in Philly every single day. No, that's not how it is. It's stupid to subscribe to that idea. And then they get upset. They're like, well, they're bandwagoners because the Eagles. I didn't tell your team to fucking suck. Like, I don't give a fuck why people are a fan of them. But the idea that you have to root for this team because you live there is dumb. It's always been stupid to me. I, I just... So, sure, I might like two very popular teams, but, like, since the 90s, if I was a bandwagon, I would have already jumped off both of those because fuck the Bulls right now. They're awful. And Dallas has been pretty consistently good in the regular season, but it's not like they're out here still winning championships and fucking deep playoff runs. So, what the fuck am I bandwagoning? I never understood that logic where it's like, you're a bandwagon from the 90s. It's like, <laughs> if I, I wish I were a fucking bandwagon, Okay. Now, nice it would be to just jump to a popular team because they're winning. Somebody tried doing that. There's a guy who gets flamed for it all the time. He was a Cowboys fan. He put up like a letter of rice. He was getting traded. Like, Cowboys, thanks for everything you've done. Bolted up. I'm a Chargers fan. And since then, the Chargers, the Chargers haven't. <laughs> and so every time they play and they lose, that dude just gets flooded with like mentions and whatnot. It's fun. Twitter's Twitter's fun for that sort of thing. It's not fun for a lot of other things, but it is good for sports. Like, I don't really use Instagram or Facebook. I've already talked about all this, but for the new people here, I don't suggest using Facebook or anything for talking sports. I, I suggest going to fucking, if you're somebody who likes talking sports and you don't use Twitter for it, do it. You'll you'll enjoy it way more than fucking those people on Facebook. There's a fucking fluxation of fucking porn stars trying to follow you on Twitter. Dude, my block list is just porn bots. It's so annoying. It's the dumbest shit ever. What else we got here? We don't have much. We just recorded an episode a couple days ago. We're just doing the second. This will be this Thursday, this coming Thursday, the whatever day that is. That'll come out this week, but for me, I always, I kind of record week of release, which some people are like, why don't you just you know, backlog. I try to do that, but it doesn't always work. So I just literally put out an episode on the seventh. This will come out on the fourteenth. Today's the ninth. So I don't really have much. This is just kind of Chad's episode, and that's really all it was. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Hope you guys liked it. I uh, hope Chad had a good time. It's twenty minutes flies by. I was like, oh, I don't know if we're gonna be able to get through all these questions and still have time. It was like I was cutting it close with the questions. I I kind of sped through it a little bit, but um. Yeah. Happy birthday to me in a few weeks. Happy dudes evening to everybody else. That's that's the big thing here, I guess. It is uh interesting that that's what like dudes he chose and he's absolutely right. Like I said to Chad, there's nothing to do on the fucking 28th of December. It's you're back at work from Christmas. You're a couple days shy of going, you know, getting the day off for New Year's. What's there to do? I guess hang out with friends if you have them. <laughs> if you don't, get some friends and uh celebrate dudes evening that's what you can call it now if you don't listen to dudesy go listen to dudesy and uh you guys probably thought this thing was coming to an end but 
I'm here to tell you at chewingtherag.com, where there is the merch store and everything else that I talked about a little bit earlier in this episode. I just went through and added some Christmas stockings, a laptop bag, a Santa hat, just a couple of Christmas products for everybody. So if you want to go to chewingtherag.com, hit the merch store. Uh, we got we try to keep merch somewhat interesting. You know, we got the logo, we got the peaceful mind line, we've got uh, I'm not doing that dude with a little character of myself shrugging. I believe the Christmas stuff is on the hard black logo, the blue and yellow logo, and I think the Peaceful Mind has a couple of Christmas products too. If there's anything that you guys want a Christmas product of, but you don't see it there, you can always reach out to me on the Discord, which is also on that website, or the email, showingtheragpod at gmail.com, also on the website or social media. I really enjoyed this episode with Chad, and I appreciate you guys sticking around for this little tidbit here. If you made it this far, thank you. Uh, be sure to reach out to me on those social medias that I talked about. We answer fan questions there. If there's somebody else you want on the pod, on the pod that maybe you think deserves a little bit more exposure, you know, I've uh, if you go check the backlog here, I've had small time streamers, I've had uh, hobbyists like toy collectors, I've had fingerboarders. So anything that you think might need uh, some sort of recognition, and they're not out of reach here because this is just a small thing. Send them my way, refer me to them, refer them to me, and put us in touch, and I'll do my best to get them on here. Uh, my big thing is they got to interest me too. Um, it doesn't have to be something that I'm interested in doing. Like I'm not a toy collector at all, but it was an interesting conversation and it was something that caught my attention. So if you have something that you think seems interesting or somebody that can have that conversation and you won't kind of shell up because we know how it gets. Sometimes you're not just a, you're not really a talkative person. I'm not talkative myself as much as it might seem like I am on here. So I get that, but please ask questions. You can ask anything from personal stuff to a funny question that you might think is witty and uh, I'll do my best to answer it as honest as I can. Even if it seems like an absurd question, I will answer it. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know I'm not lying. So thank you guys for checking out this episode. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, see you next week.